This All right. Is being Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 11 of the last one, Fast One Podcast. We got a great guest tonight, uh, Cooper Van Driesch. I uh, met him off Twitter, and he uh, he's an intern for Swimming World. And um, he, we're going to do some world championship predictions. Uh, Cooper, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me tonight. I'm really excited to talk some swimming for this next week. It's going to be an exciting week of swimming. I've got my world championship binder ready. Oh, let's go. So let's go. I'm ready to talk. I got the psych sheets. I got the US media guide. So I'm ready to talk some swimming because it's going to be an exciting week. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. So first, um, before we get into that, tell, tell the viewers a little bit about yourself. So I am Cooper Van Driesch. Like you said, I'm an intern for Swim World Magazine. I've been writing for them for about uh, almost a year. It's going to be a year in September. I just had an article come out about the young names to watch for try for um, excuse me the world championships. So I'm sure I'll bring up some of those names without trying to spoil the whole article. But and then I'm also from South Indiana, Notre Dame, um, go fighting Irish. So yeah, I love talking and swimming. I've been a swimmer my whole life, and uh, I just love swimming. I love the sport. It's done so much for me, so I love being able to talk about it. Sweet. And do you still swim, or are you retired and you just kind of? I, I am. I do still swim. I. I'm going to be a senior in high school. So at least one more year, we'll see if that's a future. So gotcha. Gotcha. Right. So you're going to be a senior in high school next year. Yes. Okay. And you're already in a, you're already an intern for swimming world. Yeah, that was that I got, that was really awesome that I was able they only pick a few high schoolers for their intern class. So I was really fortunate that I was able to join them and I've had, it's been, an, it's been an awesome time and able to connect with fellow interns and, I just, I just really enjoy writing, especially when it's about swimming. Gotcha. Gotcha. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's sweet. See, I, I thought you were a little older cause you're uh, you're an intern. So I was like, ah, oh, he's probably a little bit older. No, that's, that's awesome. You're definitely going to have a lot um, of people. Think, yeah. Yeah. You're definitely gonna have a one up on a lot of people in the, in the writing world, at least. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So, World Championships. Um, let's dive right in. I'll probably be asking you most of the questions here. All right. Um, like I, I know the big names, and I, I, um, I know stuff, but I haven't really done a full deep dive research. Um, but let's just start off. What are some events that you're really looking forward to? Both so men's and women's. So the first one I wanted side. to talk about was the women's 400 free. We know Ariane Titmus just broke the world record, but she right. won't be swimming because she's focusing on the Commonwealth Games, which. I get because with this interesting schedule of worlds this year, and it's going to be next year. And Fino wasn't sure if there was going to be a world. I get that there's a decision. A lot of people aren't going to be swimming, which is bumming for us swimming fans. Cause we won't be able to see a, a Titmus Ledecky battle with Ledecky opting out of the duel in the pool. But in the women's 400 free, there are a lot of names that are all on the four minute barrier. And it's going to be interesting. Of course, with Kayla Decky, can't she get that world record back? I, I don't think she can. I think she's past that. I think that is Ariane Timmis's record. I agree. But there's, I agree. There's, yeah. And there's still the thought that she could, but I think it's Ariane Timmis is that young name. And Ledecky is is getting older. She's reaching that later stages in her career. And I'm not saying she, it could be like a Federica Pellegrini where she continues to swim, but maybe it's not that record holder or winning. But I, I, I think they're, they're obviously two different swimmers, so it's hard to compare that way. But I think that record does belong to Ryan Titmus. But um, I think there's some other big names in this in the 400, as I have this like she pulled up right here. I think Summer McIntosh from Canada, Canada is a big name. And then also a youngster from New Zealand, Erica Fairweather. I wrote about her in my recent article. 
I think she's kind of a dark horse. Yes, she's seated in the top eight, mm-hmm. right above American star Leah Smith. But I think we the, those young names are trying to take over the sport, especially around the world and expe- and definitely in the U.S. For sure, for sure. And how many are under that four minute under that four minute barrier? Um, it's just Ledecky, but there are three at four hundred one, and then Fairweather comes in at four hundred two. So okay. I think because. I was listening to another another um, podcast earlier, and they were talking about watching Timmis break that three, break the world record, and go the three fifty six. Right. That's going to bring in a, a boatload of swimmers to go under that four minute and possibly go a three fifty eight, which is going to be really exciting to watch. And I hope that happens within this next week. For sure, for sure. How, how many do you think are, are going under under four? How many swimmers? I think we're going to have at least three, possibly four. I think those seeds two through four are really have a, a good possibility of breaking four. And I think it's going to be a good race. I, I don't yeah. think Ledecky going to walk away with it like she's had in years past. So I'm, I'm excited to watch. And Katie Ledecky is a goat, not, not taking anything away from she's done, from what she's done in the pool. But it's going to it's gonna be a challenge, even with Ariane Timmis opting out of this this competition. Right. And what what did um what did Ledecky go at uh, World World Team Trials, you know? I don't have that one down. Her entry time is from what it looks like Tokyo 3:57. I don't have. I think she went at 3:59. She, I remember saying she was happy to break four. That was where she wanted to be. And I know she wasn't fully tapered, but um, right. I'll get into this later. But the Florida Gators had an outstanding freestyle showing at Champ Trials. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Who, so who you got? Who you got with the win? Woman's 400 free. I'm. I'm going to stick with Kayla Decky. I think if. With our without Timmis being there, it's going to go to her. But then there's also those young names that you never know about. But I go with Kiyodeki. Um Going around a 357, um, no world record, possibly a 356, but no world record. And Kiyodeki is going to win the world championship in the 400 free. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, ever since she's been down in Florida training with Anthony Nest, yeah, I think she's going to kind of maybe be a little faster than Tokyo personally. Or um, right, right near that mark. I, but I think a new training group for her is really gonna gonna help her out. But I agree with you. Yeah, I know no world record. I don't think she'll ever get that one back. I hope so. That'd be cool. But um, yeah, I don't think so. Right. It's always fun watching world records, especially when they're in favor of the U.S. I'm gonna do, try my best not to be U.S. biased, but of course, it's always hard. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Rowdy gets a lot of that. Um, I've I've had the honor of working with him before, and he says he just goes with the flow when it comes to the U.S. bias. So, so yeah, well, I'll, I'll do my best to stay away from that. But the first one is going to go to Kayla Decky. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I have to admit, I have major U.S. bias. So, um, USA, baby, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's, um, I want to move over to the, the men's, men's 400 IM. Um, this is probably right. one of the, my uh, most exciting races I'm most excited for. There's just a lot of young names in there, and um, I think it starts with uh, Carson Foster. Oh, Carson right. Foster is definitely the name to look out for. Um, right. I just hope that he he can perform because he has, in recent years, struggled at those bigger meets. And it was good seeing him make the team in, in April, but right. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just don't want it to be another trials performance for him at World Championships. Right. Yeah, I, I was in the stands um, at – trials and I, I saw him i saw him get mowed down there at the end um so that's yeah, he crazy did, yeah he, he died hard there oh yeah and we all have those races and 
hopefully it's not on the that stage, but right. Let's see here. I'm looking at the sag sheet here. So Car- what's Carson Foster's best time? Is it what, 408? Yeah, I think he went that at that meet in July, right? Because he went the what, what would have been the number one time in the world. Yeah, 408.46 is what I have his, number, his best time at. Yeah. What, what do you think? Do you think um, he'll rise to the occasion or do you already think he's going he's gonna to struggle? I, I don't know. I watched it. I know this is, it's hard to compare um, a short course meet to a long course meet, but NC sure. just didn't go the way I thought it would for him. Um, right. Before I am after a second place finish last year, I, I'm just, I think he has, a, I definitely think he has the capability to do it. He's one of those swimmers that is rising up. Um, him and his brother have both been big names in the U S for the past couple of years, but I, I'm just worried that it, it will that he, that that'll have a performance like trials because because can he perform? We know he can perform with those smaller level meets like a speedo sectionals right. in July, but can he perform when the other comp, when the rest of the competition is there? And I think right. he, of course, is a capability when you're training under Eddie Reese. How can you not have that? Um, the best, one of the best coaches ever. So I think he does have the capability, but um, I do want to say this: I don't think Chase Kalish will win after watching him at. U.S. trials. I don't. I think yeah. he's kind of like the Phelps after um, the 2008 era when he came back in 2012 and got fourth. I think that's kind of what we're seeing Chase Kalish step away, especially when he almost got beat by Bobby Fink, which was that was probably my favorite race of yeah. the Champ Trials. But I mean, I love watching Bobby Fink's last 50. Oh yeah, and I, sure. I thought he had him at the wall. So yeah, I was I was watching that. I I was rooting for Bobby, but it sounds. Like in the interview that uh, Kalish is a pretty good guy and he was kind of coaching uh, Carson up. So it's cool to, it's cool to see that. Um, wh- what do you think of Leon Marsh? I don't know how to say his last name. Mar- Marshawn. Um, he swims for Arizona state. He's, he's rep- he represents France at the, at the national meets. I think he was a four ten at one of the pro swim series and he had a stellar um, NCAAs that he just absolutely popped off. And I think he was 137, 2 IM. Um, crazy. But w- what do you think he's going to do in the long course action? And um, do you think he's going to, he's going to find the podium? I, I think it's, I think this 4 AM was definitely one of the more interesting races, just because it always, like it can be one way one year and totally flipped on its head the next year. Um, I know he, and a seating is, about eighth ish. Um, I think, I think there's always a podium chance, especially when he's made a name for himself, like Arizona state with Bob Bowman. And I think he does have a chance. Um, I mean, I, it really, if he makes it in the finally have a lane, you have a chance. I think the biggest example of that is in the U S won gold from lane one. And then, right. I, and then I think in the 400, I don't remember his name, but he won gold at the Tokyo Olympics in lane eight. So you have a lane, you have a chance. And if he makes it in that final, I think any, any of those, those men are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And I know that, um, what is it that I don't, I'm horrible with names, but that day. Yeah, um, yeah, I know he's, he's balled out before. Um, so I, I'm on, I'm personally, I'm going, um, I think that I think both Foster and Leon will uh, find the podium personally. 
Um, but I'm not sure who I'd call 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 for a win. I think uh, the guy from yeah. Japan, he's he's going to be a tough one to beat, though, as well. Yeah, I think Sato, I'm going to go with the Sato from Japan. I just think he's another one of those that he's like Chase Kalish has been at the top of the forehand for a long time. But I think mm-hmm. this is going to be his race and in Budapest. Gotcha. But I definitely agree with you. I do think Carson has the ability to win. He's just going to have to put together that that perfect race. But I think he's got the cards to do it. It's just a matter if he can yes. he can step up and uh, knock it out. So. What what are some other what are some other races you're or what are some big storylines kind of going into this in this world championship? Well, we talked about Bobby Fink, and I'm a big Bobby Fink fan, so of course I'm going to pick the 800. Um, okay, or, and even the 1500. So that of course Bobby's not um, seated first, but he is. I think based on times, he has a, a recent faster time um, in the 800. He's seated fifth um, with his time from Tokyo, and I think. I'm really excited to watch Bobby. Um, that last 50 is, is just absolutely insane. Like, it, it, untouchable. Um, and I think and now after seeing him at Tokyo, I think he's, obviously his competition is, can knows what he does. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting how they react, how they adjust, how they adjusted to it. Yeah. And what do you um, – what, what did Bobby Fink split? What was his last 50 um, in Tokyo? Do you know? Crazy fast. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. But I just know it was insane. Like, watching him was just crazy. Like, he wasn't even um, – He was, uh, Dan Hicks and Rowdy Games weren't even talking about him going in the last 100. And then out of nowhere, he balls out and just goes crazy. He went uh, – in the 1500, he went a 25-7 the last 50. Well, what did you say he went? 25-7? Yeah, 25-7. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That's uh, crazy. That is so fast. That's fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, how talking about what other competitors will do, because at this point it's kind of like if you're not like three seconds ahead of Bobby Fink last fifty, you're screwed. So right. it's very and interesting even, point. Yeah, and even like Chase Kalish in, the, in this totally different race with the four IM it looked like he had two body lengths on Bobby going that last 100 and Bobby almost beat him. So it might be even more than that three seconds he mentioned just because who knows who, who knows how much he, I mean, I'm going to assume he put quite a bit to go 25, seven, the last 50 in Tokyo. Right. That was one a year later, but how much was that? Could he put more in it? Did he know that one uh, at that point that the race was his, I mean, I'm sure there's more, of course he put it all in the tank, but I, I think we can see a faster last 50 out of Bobby Fink. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that at world trials, like he was kind of the man to beat, like going into um, Tokyo, he he was under the radar. And I think he took a lot of people by storm, just um, having the meet that he did. So I think it'll be super interesting to see what, what he'll do and also what his competitors will do. Yeah. That's a great point. Well, my favorite thing about this is that USA distance swimming is, is back. Um, it, for a long time, USA, that was the weakest part for the U.S. Um, I think one of my favorite stories would be, uh, it's called Four Champions, One Gold Medal. It's the story of the 76, 1500. Mm-hmm. And it's three guys, and two of them that live in California, essentially finding each other's practice so they could see who what they were doing in practice. And that's just one of my favorite 1500 stories. One of the, that was one of the last great times the U.S. was great in that event. And now we've seen with Bobby Fink being able to win on that level. Is great again. So I'm really right. excited. 
Yeah, that that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. So, did you say he has like the fastest most recent time? Was there anyone uh, that beat his Tokyo yeah. time over uh, this last year? Um, no, not not that not that's entered. Out gotcha. Ahead of him, so. Gotcha. So yeah, I think, and other than and um, there's a guy from Ukraine who I'll totally butcher the last name, <laughs> and then, and then. Um, Florian Welbrock from Germany is the only other one that went at the Tokyo Olympics, but Bobby went in the final. And of course we all, we all know what happened in that, la- in that final. So, right. Let's um, let's talk about the hundred fly, the, the men's hundred fly. And I think, I mean, the average swim fan probably thinks that Drussel's got it in the bag. But if you, if you look back to um, Tokyo, that, that hundred fly was, was very contested and, we can't overlook Kristoff uh, Milok. Um, I think that's how you say his name. Um, Close from, enough. Yeah, from Hungary. And he was, what, 49.6? And Dressel was 49.4? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Um, it's obviously in be- between those two. I'm pretty sure no one else is going to be even. Um, right in. Right in there. Who, who, yeah. who do you think is going to prevail there? And um, – yeah, tell me what you think. Well, U.S. has a history of prevailing in close races in the 100 fly. Um, 2008, 100th of a second. True. Um, and then again in 2009. So I, I, I'm going to give it to Dressel. I think he is really a force to be reckoned with. And I don't think he was – I think he had an awesome summer last year, but even he said he didn't think he was at his best because, like, they had a four-year plan for Tokyo and it ended right. up being an extra year. So I, I really be I think I think um, Caleb Dressel is going to win this one. Um, I, I I love I, the way Caleb swims is another force to be reckoned with, and right. not disparaging what Kristoff is water, but I think it's going to go to, to yeah. Caleb. What do you think? Um, I mean, obviously Dressel took kind of a little break, and I think it took him a little bit to kind of get back to to where he wanted. Um, what what did Kristoff do in the on the post Olympic year? Do you know? Do you know if he's done, done I, I re- anything? I don't do- know. Um, and of course, it's always easier to keep up with the U.S. swimmers because for sure, constantly. Um, but then there's all there is always that. Does a break hurt one summer more than another summer? It does right? Do this taking a break take advantage of that? And it's that's another thing that's going to be interesting. So. I think we just have to see. I mean, it's always until the until you see them in the water in the pool. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna. It could change. A thousand different things could happen. I mean, we've already seen athletes drop out, um, like Adam Peaty, and then Duncan Scott with COVID nineteen. I mean, it's right. crazy. And then others have just doing the Commonwealth Games. So I don't know. I mean, I think it. I think Caleb will. I think Caleb is going to. Um, going to bring home the win in that, but. But yeah, it's definitely gonna be a good race, like a lot of these events in in Budapest. Yeah. So I, I did a little research here. It says Kristoff uh, went fifty one oh three at the Hungarian Nationals, but uh, it seems like he probably wouldn't have to be tapered at all to to make the team. I don't know if there's is there another stud. I don't even know how they do the team selection for Hungary, but is there? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I guess their next just hard- one when a fifty. Go ahead. Um, sorry to you off. Um, oh, no, no, you're good. Went a 51-4, but that was that was from what looks like 
their their Olympic trials from for Tokyo. So that is a year ago. So I don't I don't know if he was being challenged because there is so many world there's so many trials to keep up with. So right. I can't imagine that he was too challenged with with his uh, and going to 51 when his time when he went when he's entered with a 49.6. So yeah. I have to imagine he wasn't too challenged in that race. It, it's just crazy or to me. Yeah, I feel like swimming is just so hard to make predictions because, like, you just these a lot of these guys you don't know like how rested they are for meets and a lot of people perform. Right. Um, like if you look at Drassel, like if he'll go to the pro swim series and he'll get like seventh or sixth and he doesn't even care. And then right. come world championships, you know he's just he's gonna go crazy. So I mean, it, yeah, it's definitely it's hard to know what um. Milak will do um but i mean if he's in tokyo shape i, I think it's gonna be a who can it's gonna be really close i think it'll be close but it's hard to know after those those olympic years right and and, and the hunter flyles has a storyline behind it on the australian side with um cody simpson um with kyle chalmers saying he didn't want to swim and then cody simpson makes the team and suddenly it changes i mean the whole thing is weird so um, I'm interested in seeing how that plays out too. Um, right. Cody Simpson's whole story is crazy. A pop star to a, a national team or in Australia, like blows my mind. But even so then, you never know he, he's swimming. Yeah. Is he getting the opportunity to swim at Worlds? Uh, Cody Simpson isn't, but he will, he, did since, um, he, will be, he will swim at Commonwealth because they take three at Commonwealth gotcha. from each country. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I think that'll be good race. Let's um let's talk about the fifty free. I think I think Dressel's got that one locked down. I don't think there's anyone that's even gonna be uh close really the Dressel on that. Yeah. Um, I think that is definitely Dressel's race. I'm he he's definitely shown that over the past couple years. Um I mean he's seated for almost four tenths faster than um, the next person and Ben proud from Great Britain. And, and I think that, I think it's, it's Caleb's race. I mean, I think if the more we talk about him, the more that's going to be said, but again, nothing's going to be easy for Caleb. I mean, when you face this elite competition, it's always a challenge and they'll right. always say that too, whether they're bluffing, bluffing or not. Um, it's always going to, it's always going to be a challenge. So. Yeah. And I, what do you, what do you think of, um, Let's talk a little bit about Michael Andrew. What do you what do you think Michael Andrew is is going to be able to do? I mean, if you think back to, it seems like he hasn't really had a very good. Um, he didn't really have a very good Olympic Games to his probably to what he would want to. I mean, he was part of the world record team, but like not not close to his trial times really. And if you look back at, I think it was twenty nineteen, pretty disappointing performance for him there. I remember he swam faster at the pro swim series in Des Moines than he did at the 2019 world championships. Um, do you think Michael Andrews is going to have a good meet or let's talk a little bit about his events and tell me what you think about him. It depends how he tapered USRPT. Um, I, I, I've trained USRPT, so I, I'm pretty fortunate to know how, how it works. I've written an article about it. Right. And going into Tokyo, I'm not sure how he how he tapered in going to 2019 Worlds, but going into Tokyo, he was doing what not USRPT USRPT taper calls for. Mm-hmm. It's just part of the, like he was going all out constantly. It's yes, it's race pace, but there's also 
it's it's also you don't with whichever routine you want to build up to that race pace you don't want to go hit it immediately because then you'll kill your body it's not like a lactic acid set you have to build up to that pace and like yes um of course that's you want to go fast all the time but you have to build up to that and he, he was going way too fast in a taper that i think he just killed his body and i, I don't really know how to explain his 2im last 50 I, that's that's a mystery to me honestly um but i'm just i, I think the 50 and and the breaststroke is going to be his best chance to, to medal and possibly medal in the 50 um, free. And then I think he has it with, with Adam Petey being out, I think there's that possibility of him winning the hundred breast. So it, it really just comes down to how is he doing his taper for USRPT and right. that, that will, that will break down everything. I, I think Michael Andrews is going to have a, a breakout meet finally at the international stage. I think, I think it's a, it's about due um i think that'd be really disappointing that'd be like three three big meets in a row um like world championship olympic level that that didn't really go his way i think he gets a i think he gets a silver in the hunter breaststroke i i think um kaminga i i saw he was sub 59 like two times already within uh this calendar year and i know um I know Michael Andrew was he was definitely sub fifty nine, wasn't he at World Champ Trials? But I think Kaminga's yeah. just done it, done it um, more consistently, and I think he he's got a higher ceiling. I mean, he's been fifty seven. If Adam Petian didn't exist, like Kaminga would be like bowed down to. Um, right. And he's he's been second so many times to Petey. It seems like I, th- I think he gets the job done. Um, but I don't know if you saw Michael Andrew. Did you watch Michael Andrew's vlog? I didn't know. Yeah. So he did, he seemed like he was pretty stoked with, uh, his breaststroke. He did like a 50 all out. And then, um, he, they had him like rest like 30 or 40 seconds. And then he did another 50 and I think he was like 27 low and then, um, 29 mid on the way back. So I, I think he's going to be fast. I don't think he's going to get Kaminga. Let's talk about um, the other American breaststroker in um, in this Fink. race, Nick Fink. Because if you look at his um, world champ trials, that, that guy popped off. Um, oh, yeah. Big time. I mean, I was shocked with, um, with how he performed. I mean, I know Nick Fink's been on the – been on the U.S. top tier level for years, but I didn't, was not expecting those type of s- swims for him. Right. And especially this stage, stage in his career, he is getting older. Um, right. It's harder to go fast and get older unless, of course, you're Michael Phelps, who seems to never slow down with age. Um, I, I, I was just I, – his swims were amazing at, at, at World Champ Trials. Yeah, he was a 58-3-7. I mean, I think a lot of people overlook um, – the Nick Fink in this because Michael Andrews in it and Michael Andrews just the bigger name but I, I honestly wouldn't right. be surprised if uh, Nick Fink even took out um Michael Andrew but but I do think Michael Andrews is going to get the silver Kaminga the gold um and I don't really know too much about Nicolo Martinehi but I, I definitely could see two Americans getting medals there. And I think that would be exciting for American breaststroke. Oh it's yeah. Definitely. Silver bronze. Um, I think that'd be big time. It, it's crazy to look at some of the times, just how fast um, it's getting 
like couple 2016, you got Cody Miller going 58-8, and that was the American record. And now it just seems like shaving time and time and time off. It's just getting faster and faster. And, and honestly, I mean, the U.S. has always really struggled to – it, we've always had great breaststrokers. Brendan Hansen is another one that comes to mind. But then there's always Kitajima that was always on top of him, uh, right. ahead of him, and now it's Adam Petey for the rest of the world. So it's not. It, I mean, for his greatest breaststroke, U.S. As, for his greatest breaststroke the U.S. has had, there's always been at least one other person that's just been this much, like just this much above the rest. And and that's all you need. I mean, you just need to be this much better. And I mean, sure, if you ask Brendan Hansen, you're going to say Kitajima cheated with the dolphin kick before it was allowed in breaststroke. But I mean, a race is a race, and if it doesn't get caught, I mean, it's only cheating if you get caught, I guess. But right. I mean, like I said, there's always been that one for ahead, um, and for breaststroke for the U.S. Yeah, I think it's um, it seems like Americans get third a lot. Um, like it seems yes. like they're always like you know just just get the medal. But when is the last time an American won um, the hundred breaststroke? Do you know? Um, is that I have I no idea. Look. I think I don't. I think it's been a while. I mean, definitely not um, this. I don't think this century. I think possibly the last time would have been um, nineteen ninety six. But I can look. Wow, and it was in nineteen ninety two. Was the last time an American won? Unbelievable! Nelson Dibble. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a while. And then before that, it was four that straight counts, gold medals for the U.S. Wow. And does that count like world championships or um, Olympics? That is just the Olympics. Okay. So that was the last time they won at the Olympic level. And I don't I, – let me check the USA Swimming Media Guide. And it says in there the last time they won a medal in that event. So it's been a while. And That's just I mean, crazy, like man, just to think about I, that. It really is. I mean, we've, it's not like those breaststrokers haven't been there. I mean, Cody Miller. Um, right. I mean, it's been Petey I mean, for uh, so long, though. It's been Petey yeah. since, like, 2015, hasn't it? Yeah, I think that's when he started to come on, this, come on and just he stayed there. I mean, no one's been able to touch him, and his breaststroke is so fast. It's crazy. Yeah, that was a definite shock, um, but I think that just makes the – I think it makes it a little more exciting. Well, maybe not. I mean, it's always exciting to see if PD will go 56 or something, but um, it yeah. just throws it up in the air a little bit. Um, like the doors are wide open. I mean, def- and I think that with these big names, not being, not being able to swim like Timmis and like PD, it just opens the door for that next swimmer that you may, you may have never heard of right. if they would have swam at the meet. And I think it's can also be, that's kind of, you can relate it to the, Olympic trials when let's say what happened 2020 would Lydia Jacoby have made the team right and would would these other young stars have made the team and I really don't think they would have I think the extra year helped them more than it hurt while it hurt some of those veterans because when you get older it hurt uh, when you train training longer it hurts it does break down your body a little bit so I think it did hurt and and although like I had a former teammate Bethany Gallat I think if if the Tokyo Olympics would have been held in 2020. She would have made the team, but she finished fourth. So, mm. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's heartbreaking trials, but it's also one of the most exciting meets in the country. So. Yeah. See that, that also, I think um, like with older swimmers, it, it just 
it beat him up that extra year. I think with Lochte, I, I was so I oh, I know yeah. there's a lot of Lochte hate out there, but I'm a big Lochte fan. So um, I I was so I was at the trials and I I went to the two IM, um, and I was really rooting for him. I think he got like seventh or something. But I think if the yeah. Olympics are in 2020, I think he, I think he's third, second, first. I think he's in the mix a lot better than he okay. was in 2021. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I think like that four-year plan that I heard Caleb Russell talk about, I think Olympics in 2020, one of the, we see the the final stride for Ryan Lochte goes out on the, one, a, a huge high note. And I just, I think it really just sucks for him because I've always been a Ryan Lochte fan. There we go. Um, even through everything that happened in Rio. Um, I, I just think that, I think that 2020, that extra year really did hurt him. And he's older. Um, and, and you can't, you know, be, be mad with, I mean, you can be upset that you make the team, but with age, there is, it's hard. You won't, especially with these youngsters coming on, it yeah. feels like every other month you hear about some, some young star breaking a record. I mean, you can't be that too surprised they didn't make the team. Right. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Let, let's talk a little bit about the, the men's 100 backstroke. So we got we got Hunter Armstrong and Ryan Murphy for the Americans. I I think I'm super pumped, super pumped for the for the hundred back. Oh, I think this is one of the one of the best another one of those good events to watch. I I mean, there's so many of them. Right. Um, let's look at the psych sheets here. Men's hundred back. Who's seated first? You know. I think it was Ryan Murphy. I think I put. Um, wrote that wrote that earlier and i think hunter armstrong was actually seated second right behind him i'm almost positive that was. oh here we go i got him yeah yep, ryan murphy hunter armstrong and i and i think um those russian swimmers are out aren't they the yeah. is it was a gold medalist last year from russia yeah they won the gold um yeah. gold and silver because i think murphy got bronze in the hundred gotcha um which I mean, I, I totally get their pass with doping, but the way Ryan Murphy really pawned off that blame game this is not something I, I totally support at the time, but mm-hmm. here's his chance to be on top, especially because it was, I, I, I totally get the U.S. backstroke pressure. The U.S. was yeah. so dominant in backstroke for so many years. I mean, I totally get there's pressure, but as soon as you go blaming someone else and it, it automatically kind of discredits what you just did in the pool. I mean, you just have to kind of own up to what you did. You, you scan what you, you got, what you got. And Olympic bronze medal is nothing to be super disappointed about. So many, those other five swimmers in the pool that didn't get that bronze medal, I would sure would love to trade places and go home with a medal. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, oh man, I, I think Hunter Armstrong is going to get the gold. And I think he's going to take kind of the torch here soon of that, that American back backstroker to beat. But I think I tweeted out something that consistency Ryan Murphy's had through the years. Oh man. It's been like 51 hot, 51, nine, 52 low, 52 low, 52 low. He's always in the mix and he's done it for, for so long. He's been so consistent. I just, I wonder how much longer he can, he can keep doing it. Let's see. He's 20, 27. Is that right? Almost 27. So he's getting yeah. older. I think got a couple more years maybe before things maybe start going yeah. down. But I think Hunter Armstrong is, is going to get the win. He, he seems like 
he's kind of on top of the world right now. Um, 50 back yeah, yeah. is the same way, world record holder. Who, who do you got winning the, the 100 back? Do you, do you got uh, Murphy? Hunter Armstrong. Hunter Armstrong, yeah, I agree. He's down. And, and, I'm, and I'm also going to be interested. He's going – He's like he said, he's stepping away from college swimming, but he's also going to Cal um, right. to go with his coach, Matt Bell. And it was definitely an interesting place to go at this time. Um, oh, especially yeah. with everything going on, going on at Cal, which is a whole other story in itself that I could talk about for a long time. But um, I think that Hunter Armstrong definitely has the, the capability and it will um, take on the world championship. And that I think that he is that he, he the improvement he showed from last year. I um, mean, it's not like he was some scrub last year. He made the he, he's an Olympic gold medalist because he's on the prelims for the relay but um I, I think it's it's his it's his time to to shine especially in the hundred back and backstroke in general i mean right and like i was saying the improvement he was 19th in the hundred free at lapic trials and he got fourth uh two months ago and he is on the relay right. now like crazy improvement he made yeah i think it's crazy how young he is too i think he's 21 um he, he is 20 20 he's 20 no yeah you're right he's 21. 21 21 you're right sorry it's just insane this, this extra year threw me off right i think um i'm let's talk about the 50 back a little bit i think a lot of people are, are talking about hunter armstrong but i don't think we can forget about uh justin ress um oh yeah so he's gonna be able to swim it um, because he qualified for the relay. I think he qualified sixth. So then I think he was able to swim the 50 back. Um, did he go under the, he was, he was under the American record. I know the old American record. Yeah, he, he was, um, in the 50 back. I wasn't sure if he's under the world record and that too, but I mean, he's less, he's only two tenths away, um, from Hunter Armstrong's best time and, and a 50, who, who knows? I mean, I'm not saying that Hunter Armstrong doesn't have the capability to re-break his world record. Right. But I think I think Justin Rest has that possibility of, of yeah. winning too. I mean I mean I, I, I also want to point out like um the most medals the US has ever won at um World Championships in twenty seventeen with forty medals. Do I I mean with people opting out I think they have a possibility to get to that number again, but I don't I some those those, those years following Rio, like 2017, 2019, crazy for the u.s when it was on the world championship stage and i, I if if the olympics would have been in tokyo in 2020 i think it would have been a little bit more successful than it ended up being because if i'm going to be completely honest when i watched tokyo olympics it's kind of disappointing um mm-hmm. with some of the performances especially in the relays um yeah and i think if it would have been a year earlier uh, it would have been the u.s's the u.s would have shined even more absolutely and i think um yeah that's a great point and I think going back to to Justin, I think and um, swimmers like Ryan Held that didn't make the Olympic team in 2021, I think for them, um, missing the Olympic team kind of makes a a better swim for 2022. Because um, I think a lot of oh, yeah. those, yeah, I think a lot of those swimmers that made the team. I mean that you look at Zach Apple. He, he split like a 46 on the relay and then he doesn't even make the team. And I think, I think that's normal right. for a lot of swimmers. 
I'm, I'm sure he'll be back, but um, it's that post-Olympic year can be tough. I think motivation-wise, especially for the people that made it. Um, but I think for yeah. there's other swimmers like Justin and, and Ryan, um, they, they kind of have some fire that kind of makes, right. yeah. makes them go. I like that point. You said those post-Olympic years are always, always difficult for a, a lot of swimmers. I mean, uh, if you look on mine, Elizabeth Beisel said the hardest year she ever had was the 2012 effort was after 2012 was those 2013 was that 2013 um, year just because she was on such a high following the, the Olympics and that and those two weeks span was, she said it was some of the best time of her life. And when you, when you get put, when you're with that group of people, it's, you'll never be, you're never going to be with that exact group of people again, whether it's due to retirement doesn't make the team you're with that group for one for really one competition and it, it will never be the same again so yeah i mean and, and i think that's and a lot of swimmers have to overcome that and i was super bummed for lydia jacoby not making the team i think she's one of the next big u.s stars um i was rooting for her i i've never been a huge lily king fan i don't think those <laughs> i don't think it, are. yeah i'll so be honest I, I was, uh, I don't think anyone's a big Lily King fan out there, man. That she's, yeah. I don't know, maybe some young swimmers, but I, I agree with you. I was, um, I was also rooting for for Lydia. I'm kind of like the, the younger one. Um, I think that, I think the problem for Lydia is just she's still in Alaska training, right? I can't yeah. imagine she has that good of a group. Um, maybe she does. I mean, I actually have no idea, but um. For Alaska, I feel like once she moves down to Texas, like she's gonna get some like right. crazy, crazy training. And she's gonna go down. They have one, one fifty meter pool in Alaska. She doesn't train in it. I think. I mean, not saying you have to train a fifty meter pool to make a make a team because you do, you don't. But I think once she goes goes on to Texas and with that national runner up finish, the women had at NC two A's. I yeah. think um, she's gonna be a force to be reckoned with. with I agree. That, with that I agree. I, she's gonna be back, and I know she's going to Junior Pan Packs. Um, but was she third? Did she qualify third or she didn't qualify? Sorry. Uh, Did she third or fourth? Third or fourth. Yeah. It was interesting. Uh, Annie laser getting second in the hundred. Um, I didn't think she had that in her, but she did it and she didn't yeah, make I the think... 200, but she made the hundred, right? She was one person I was, cause she was the one person that came back and really threw a wrench into my teammates plans of making the team. Um, oh, really? Bethany's down to earth people. She would never say that, but. Of course, I I'm gonna pick up on that. Um, and so I know I know they played when her father died at trials. They played that story on NBC, and I made sure I wasn't gonna listen because I didn't need to need to didn't need to feel bad for this girl and root against my own teammates. So I mean, good for um, Annie Laser making the team. I think she's definitely had one of the one of those interesting stories. You retire, come back. Those are always fun stories to listen to. So I mean, I I, I mean you can't despair someone for going faster. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm. I was actually. I like Annie Laser. Um, I I think it was, it was fun to to see her qualify. But uh, yeah, I definitely can imagine if you had a teammate that was almost right. to, to qualify, you would be like, dang. Like, uh, right. Yeah. What about um? Let's see. What what other big races am I missing? Fill fill me in. I think we should go over some of the relays. We haven't really um, yeah, talked let's do some about relays. I wanna, let's let's go do the men's four by four by one free. Okay. We got we got Dressel. We got 
Brooks Curry. Who else is in that mix? Um, I, well, I want to go start off with Brooks Curry, one of those swimmers, that scrawny little kid that you never would think never would think is is this absolute beast. Um, he's crazy. He's so much fun to watch. Another one that's so much fun to watch. Um, I just think I, I'm looking at the other entry times in this event. I'm not really sure who the US, U.S. is going to put on this relay. I, definitely Hunter Armstrong is going to be somewhere in there. I think he'll definitely be more probably a prelim swimmer. Um, if I, if I had a guess, but again, I don't, that could always change. I don't know if he has some crazy swim in prelims like Colin Jones did, um, 14 years ago, we, he might be, he might cement, cement night. Um, but I, I think that the U S is definitely going to win this one. I mean, there's some streaks to keep alive. Um, and I think, I think the U S is going to be stronger here. I mean, they won the four by one in, in Tokyo, but I think this is going to be another climb up too. So. Yeah, who who else is who else is on that relay? Do you know that four by one hundred first? I don't know. I don't see in the U.S. media guide. Uh, there's so much, so much, so many events. Um, I don't see it. I, I think it, what I was reading is that it's still a lot to be determined. So and I try to stay away from that when I was writing my one article, just because I don't know what could change. So right. Um, I don't know who's gonna be on that relay, but I think I do think just. The U.S. is past um, I mean, the four by one is one of those events that, uh, if I want to call a race for the U.S. to win, it would be the four by one medley relay men because they've that's the race that they've never lost at the Olympic Games, right? Um, in the modern era, and I the U.S. the four by one is always one of those races that could be another one of those countries, but I think that the U.S. has has it this time. But again, entry times are always deceiving because it's different people, right? So, so I pulled up the. The relay. So if it was swum one through four and then, you know, the last five, six doing um, prelims. So it's Caleb Dressel one, Brooks Curry second, Ryan Held was third, Drew Kibler was fourth, Hunter Armstrong was fourth, tied for fourth as well. And Justin Rice was sixth. So it's going to be those, those mix. Um, I, I think Drew Kibler will, will definitely be on the, the final the nighttime relay or whatever the nighttime relay in Budapest, whatever time that ends up being here in the U S I think, I think um, he's one of those swimmers, another one from Indiana that has really just exploded. He was a great swimmer in high school, um, Mm -hmm. but he's been an even better swimmer at Texas. And that just goes to show you how great of a coach Eddie Reese is. He's done hundreds of swimmers. So, I mean, heck of a swimmer. So I think I think Drew Killer is going to be on that relay, and he's in the two free two, and I think he's got some pretty good chances in that to medal. Absolutely. What about um? Let's see. What 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 other relay should should we hit? Um. What about the women's four by one hundred freestyle Free. relay? How did they do in uh, Tokyo? I think they got. It was third. It was third. Okay. I remember. I remember being really upset because I think we were sec at least going to get second. And then Simone Manuel with what, I don't know what really, I don't really know what overtraining syndrome is. I, I, I was confused when I first heard about that, but I don't know. I, whatever we got caught in the end, the lot in the end and uh, we got beat. So I don't, I don't, I think maybe probably can't maybe Canada. If, if I had a guess, mm-hmm. but Australia definitely went one. I think Australia um, is going to win that really. They've just shown, They've got the talent and the sprinters. I mean, the 
the two the two Campbell sisters aren't swimming this this at, at Worlds, but they show they have that sprinter talent, and they've really brought it up since since Rio. Yeah, I think it might be tough for the Mer. I mean, they got it's just the young. Um, they got Tori and Claire on that relay. Um, they're young. They're young, so it'll be interesting to to see what they do. They're fast, but they're young, and I think um, Erica Brown and Natalie Hines. Um, Natalie, she's she's a little bit older, isn't she? Yeah. So yeah, I think that would be interesting. What about the four by two the, on the woman's side? I think that's another one that Australia Australia has. I just think in the relays they're just so hard to beat, um, especially in freestyle. I mean, yes, Ariane Timmons isn't going to be there, but I just think they have enough um, enough of that depth. Right. I mean, it's all about it's really about depth. And I think that's going to be good to Australia too. Gotcha. All right. Um, let's talk about who's your breakout swimmer. Breakout swimmer of the meet. Who who are you going with? Who's going to have uh, the best uh, meet if you had to pick one? Let's start. You get one man and you get one woman. Um, you can pick. Okay, so I'm going to go with an underdog here. We didn't talk about him at all. I think Matthew States um, from South Africa. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a huge underdog. He great performance in the 500 at NC2As. I think it's one of those swimmers entered in six, five events. Um, mm-hmm. I think he got sick. Yeah, he did get sick, and he said that he wasn't. He this wasn't the main meet he's training for, but I do think he he does have that possibility. And he, and I don't know, it's being sick is so hard to judge because you don't really know how sick one person is. Um, Absolutely. We'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah, he's training more for Commonwealth Games. That doesn't mean he can't be on. He can't have a good meet. And then I, I'm kind of going chew here, but I'm also going to go with Carson Foster. I think this is this is going to be his his meet. I think he's going to finally get past whatever that was. I, in 2021, I think he's going to be able to win the 4IM and be competitive in the 2IM as well. Gotcha. Yeah, for me, I think it's going to kind of stay with um, – I think Josh is going to have a standout meet, which it seems like he always does. And I, not, I think um, Michael Andrews is going to get, get in that mix and, and finally get that uh, individual um, medal at a world championship stage or Olympics. Cause I don't think he has one, does he? Other than the relay, I don't. I don't think he does. I think he. Yeah, you're right. I think he is only a um, relay medalist. Which but for he's, a guy he's like, yeah, for a guy Go like ahead. Michael Andrew, that just that shocks me that he doesn't have a um, an an individual medal at the at any sort of um, Olympic long course or long course, right? Or world championship, which I think he's only been to two, which would have been 2019 um, and then 2021. Was he on anything? Well, was he on anything in 2018 or not? I don't think they didn't have a world championships, did they? It was like a pan packs, right? No, 2017. Yeah, it would would have been 2017, 2018. I don't think he was on that team. It's a pretty, I think this team, there's 34 first time um, world championship. Wow. Um, and then this is Michael Andrews' second selection for the world championship team. So, yeah, I think, that, that'll be I think. interesting. And then on, on the woman's side, um, I think Katie's going to win the 400, 800, 1500. So I think that name's oh, yeah. going to stand out um, to a lot of people. And although what, 
breaks my heart to say this because I'm a huge Natalie Coughlin fan. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of the best swimmers ever. Natalie Coughlin holds the most total medals ever won by a woman at uh, World Championships tw- with 20. But Kayla Decky's right there at 18. And I think Ledecky will surpass For Natalie sure. after this, after this, after this World Championships. Sure. So Natalie had a long run there, but it's, it's Kayla Decky's, it's her turn to take over those reins. So, so yeah. Absolutely. Oh, what about um, what about Shane Cassis? Do you, do you think he's gonna find the podium? He's only in two hundred back. That, yeah, I I don't I don't I Shane Cassis is just so is so I, for me it just feels like one of those guys that's super unpredictable. I mean, with the with everything that happened right before um, trials last year, and then the transfer to Texas. So, I mean, you can't. It was to Texas, right from A and M to Texas. I'm not um, sure what he did, but I think he went from a. I think he he's done with college swimming, but I think he was at a. Yeah, because I think no, I think he went. He left a And M to train with Texas just as a as their pro. Um, and I mean he could have a good meet, but then w- w- I don't know. I I uh, he's just he's iffy for me. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, and I think I'm excited to see what Luca Orlando will do, um, and the 200 fly because I know. I remember a couple of years ago, he was like a 153 at the pro swim series. And I think a lot of people are like, holy smokes. And then he hasn't beat that time since. Um, I think yeah. it's a 153 high and he was 154 low. I think he's going to have a great meet. I think he'll be 153 mid. I think he'll get a best time. Um, obviously, he's not going to beat Kristoff. But I could see him getting, I could see him get finding the podium, finding a medal for sure in that race. And then I also want to talk because this is one part of our sport that doesn't get enough love. I think um, open water. I think uh, Michael Brinegar, um, for Olympian son, mm-hmm. Jennifer Hooker was on the 76 Olympic team. Um, and that was, she swam the prelims of that amazing four by 100 freestyle relay that beat the East Germans. One of my best swimming documentaries ever, the last gold. I think he's got some good chance in the open water. Um, Jennifer seems to see that Jennifer told me that he's training great right now. So I'm excited to see what, 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 what's in store for him too in the open water part of it, because yeah. it really just sucks that um, we never hear enough of it from USA swimming when, sure. when it comes to posting about it. And, it, and it's, it's just another part of our, our, of our sport. And even Bobby Fink said it's a whole different beast. So, Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. For, for me, it's like, um, so I run, I run now, but it's kind of like, it would be like track and field and then like ultra marathon. It's like some of those swimming races yes. just go, go so long um so is it the same time because i'll I'll be honest i'm one of those people that 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 i don't pay attention to open water um is it the same time as um world champions i I think the the main and water portion was the first week and Mm -hmm. then the open water was the following week okay so is katie grimes swimming open water i think she was i wasn't sure but i think she was swimming the open water yeah, I'd be so fascinated to learn how she, how she trains. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know, like, cause I don't know. She'll swim like the ten k, won't she? Open water. Like, yeah, I she she's super distance. I don't know how you go from like the four hundred free to like the ten k. It's just so insane to me. Yeah, I I think she's definitely one of those. Um. It doesn't say on here that she's swimming any open water. 
So it looks like she's just in the pool. But then I don't know. I I don't know. That could be could have been before she decided to. So. Gotcha. And, and who do you got as um, like dark horse, like um, underdog? Or if there's one person that's like complete underdog, do you do you know anyone on uh, the top of your head that like you think would have I a breakout? Leah Smith. I think she was off last year to make the team, but I think mm-hmm. she's back. Um, I think she's been on that place. She's an Olympic medalist, so we could we could see her get back on the podium. Not not necessarily win um, any events, but I think that she definitely has the possibility. She's a veteran. She's a veteran on that team. She's one of the older people on it, um, especially with the younger team. I think the average age is 21 Yeah. Um, with a lot of teenagers. So I think, I think Leah Smith is that dark horse too. I like it. I like it. What, what else? What else you got? You got anything else or do you think we got the gist of it? Do you any more things you, you uh, I missed? Any big storylines? I think we talked about a lot of um, the main events that are going to happen. I mean, of course, there's – there's always going to be those that one event um, that that surprises you. Like if you would have told me that a 50 backward record would have been broken uh, two months ago, I would have said you were crazy. Right. But I think we got a mo- most of the, the main events that we know that those main stars are going to be. In. I think it's just going to be a, a great a great meet, and I'm really excited to to see what the U.S. does, what other other swimmers does, because what other swimmers do, because ultimately when it, when someone swims fast and gets their name out there, it only helps grow the sport, and it's Absolutely. something the sport needs to grow. I think. I think and I think the biggest thing um I, I is kind of not really with world championships more college but I think it would be great if the NC2As moved out of March so that that could be the basketball month but then swimming could also have their time in the spotlight and get those because college swimming is so much is the point point system is is awesome I, uh, it's super fun for swimmers like me to score out meets like that who who can win this who can move up here. And I think if, if someone had its time in the spotlight, it could grow the sport tremendously. And, and I hope that this weekend can, I mean, this next, excuse me, this next week can really grow the sport. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. What was I going to say? Dang it. I forgot. But yeah. Um, yeah. I'm super excited as well. I think it'll be, I think it's going to be just a fantastic meet. Um, oh, I remember how many, um, World records are going down, if any, at this meet. I, I think I think we could see some fifty go not not necessarily the fifty free, but I think some fifties of the other strokes, just because we don't see them as often. They weren't raced last year. I think we could maybe maybe I'm going to give one to each side in the fifties. So maybe at least two, and I hope there's more than two because world records are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Oh, yeah. and I did forget. Um, Alex Walsh in the mm-hmm. IM, going for her too. She's another one that I'm a big fan of. Uh, I think she's got it. So we're going for Alex Walsh there too. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think the the world records. I mean, is that the 200 breaststroke world record just got broken? Um, is that guy swimming? Uh, let me. Look. I don't. He might be, but then so with all these people, if it was an Olympic year, I would definitely say yes. Um, right. With all these people choosing to some Commonwealth, I think that's it's so hard. To, that's insane to me. Like I don't know, why do you think people pick Commonwealth over the World World Championships? I feel like for them, just just is what I can see. I feel like there's more national pride in Commonwealth Games, and there would okay. necessarily be in the World Championships. Gotcha. Um, I think 
I don't know a whole lot about Commonwealth. Um, yeah, I don't either. So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I could compare it to for me to know, kind of get a grasp of what it is. Right. But I don't know. I think it makes it makes things interesting. And I was really bummed to see that um, Timis wasn't swimming world champs, and then then Ludeki won't be swimming dual in the pool. Um, I really want to see that matchup because it would have been a good match race between the two of them. And but I get. I get Ludeki's reasoning when you're forced in the spotlight, it kind of takes the fun out of racing um, mm-hmm. just to race because there's all that external pressure on you to perform when you, then you can't just really race when it comes down to that. But I, I, I support both decisions and, and we'll just have to see it. And hopefully maybe next year in world championships, it's crazy to say there's going to be another world championship next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And the world record holder is swimming in the 200 breast. Gotcha. Zach. Yeah. From I, Australia. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, that one's obviously got a chance to go down again. The 50 backs obviously got a chance to go down again. And I'm sure we'll see probably at least maybe one more. So I, I'm, I'm going to say maybe two or three. I think two or three will go down. I think. Yeah. Those 50s, uh, definitely. I mean, cause especially they just don't happen a whole lot. Um, I mean, not in the Olympic years. I think those 50s, you're right. Um, that's going to be the place to look for, for that world record. And I, I could see Dressel getting his fly, um, his fly world record. But I don't see him. Uh, I don't think he'll break 47. And I don't definitely don't think he'll be under 21. Um, yeah. But that I think he felt like he had a lot more in the tank on that hundred fly. Um, he was 49, four, five. And I think he, I don't know if there was like, he did a uh, race review on it on his YouTube channel, but I think he was saying like he messed up on, it was the finish or the turn or something. So I think that one has got like potential world record. Um, but other than that, I, I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, who, I mean, we can try to predict all we want, but then we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can, we don't know who hit their taper better, who didn't hit their taper, yeah. who's feeling great, who's not feeling great, who got sick, who didn't get sick. It, it just all depends on what the lead up is. Gotcha. And, and is there one swimmer you think, not to be a Debbie Downer here, I just think it's a fun question. Um, maybe one swimmer that like did really good trials or they're coming on a hot streak. I mean, because there's always a swimmer that, that comes into the meet. Right. I mean, if you look at Mike Landrew, um, you know, going to the Olympics, he was 58-1. Everyone thought he maybe had a chance at the world record in the 2IM. Um, and then he, he misses the podium and everything. And for for me, like, he was maybe that swimmer that kind of missed expectations. Do you think there's that there's going to be a swimmer? I mean, there's going to be one, but um, do you have a guess for one that might? It's obviously a hard guess, but do you have one? It is a hard guess because you never want to wish that. You never want right. to guess that a four. You never want to hope someone does bad, uh, right? I, I feel if anyone I think would be some of the one of the the young yeah. young US US stars being on the team uh-huh. for the first time. That's a lot of pressure. I'm, I mean, and you can't you you have to understand where they're where they're at. Um, and I think if if someone were to would it, it would be one of them. And I hope and I hope it doesn't come down to that. Um, I wouldn't wish that upon. Well, maybe my worst enemy, but no, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I just if, if someone's going to crack it, I think it's gonna be one of those those first those first timers at World Champs. I agree. I agree. I think I think it would be a young person. Um, I mean, I, I'm gonna be interesting to see what Hunter Armstrong does. Um, I don't. How did he do at the Olympics? Do you remember? 
I, I think he was just out of the, he, he definitely didn't medal. I just, mm-hmm. I think he was just, I think he made it into the A final of the 100 back. Right. Um, I mean, some of me feels like he's got a year under his belt and, and he'll perform. But yeah. after coming off a world record at, um, in Greensboro, I, I think it's tough. It's tough to follow up another world record after a world record. So, oh, yeah, definitely. I think that he makes me a little bit nervous. I'm not saying he's gonna, he's gonna, um, not do it and i hope he does do it but i think it's going to be a right. tough to follow up a 52-2 and a, and a 24 in the back but i i think i think he will do it but he does make me a little bit nervous um, yeah i want to he finished ninth last year in 100 back okay yeah. i mean i i think he could I, of course i think he could do it um but then there's always that that, that nervousness can can he do it i mean yeah. world championships is a lot different than team trials Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Especially that venue too. I mean, not Greensboro is a great pool, but the arena they're going to be swimming in in Budapest is state is world is one of the best in the world. So yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, that, that's all I got. You, you got anything else? No, I think that's, I think that's all for me too. I'm just ready to ready to tune in and listen to Rowdy call some races. Um, one of the best parts of swimming is Rowdy Gaines. So I'm looking forward to see what not just the U.S. does, but everyone else does too. Because, like I said, fast swimming is fun swimming to watch, and and I can't wait. I can't wait to see this next week of racing. Well, yeah. Well, th- thanks for joining. Thanks for joining me um, tonight. I mean, I know a little bit about the Americans and uh, the big names, so it was good to kind of have a full insight on on the whole meet because you you knew your stuff definitely. So, well, um, well, thank you for having me. Uh, I like to call myself a swim historian. So there if you ever go. need any any background info, I would be more than willing to come back and talk with you guys. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, maybe we can, uh, maybe in the future, um, some of the guests or for like, you could kind of come on for like some guest episodes where we do like um, kind of preview maybe NCAAs or world championships or Olympic trials. And we can kind of have a little series with it if you'd be interested. That'd be awesome. So I'm, I'm always open. I'm always willing to talk about swimming. All right, sweet. All right, that is episode 11 um, in the books, last one, fast one podcast. Thanks for joining us.